right here, right now. Let's just take a breath. And another. We breathe in fear. We breathe out faith. We breathe in frustration. We breathe out harmony. We take in a breath that we don't like and we breathe out something that's in us that goes out into the world to touch others. And as we're touching others, we're touching ourselves because I am you, you are me. We are each other. And as we take our places to do our morning meditation, we pick a place that's peaceful, calm, harmony. There's harmony, there's joy, there's happiness, there's love. The sound of water always gives us the feeling of cleanliness, of cleaning, of letting go. So as we sit in the midst of the ocean or your garden or the fountain. Just allow that sound of the water, cool, clear, clean water from the waterfalls. Picture a waterfall. Listen. And as the water does what it's been ordained to do, and that's continue to flow, we allow those sounds to flow within our minds, cleaning out all negativity, all doubt, all worry, all fear. And as we sit, and listen to spirit and the flow of the water, flow of the fountain, flow of the ocean, the waves. There's nothing else to think about. We just allow it to be. flowing in, flowing out. Even the rain, allowing it to be. And we just marvel in the vastness, serenity, 
the divineness of water. Without water, there's no life. For us, for the flowers, the trees, birds, bees, we all have to have it to survive. So allow the water to penetrate your mind as you commune with spirit.
And as we come back into the room, our minds are still, we're filled with peace, joy, love, happiness. We're calm. We're patient. We're ready for the day and we know that all is well. I'm thankful and I let it be. And let us all sing. And so it is.
I am Reverend Joan Jacobs, your facilitator for today. And I would like to welcome all of you to AOL Church of Religious Science. And would you all join me as we sing and listen to Stand By Me by Karen Gibson and the Kingdom Choir. When the night has come and the land is dark and the moon is the only light we see no i won't be afraid no i won't be afraid just as long as you stand stand by me so darling darling stand by me Stand by me, stand by me, stand by me. It's the sky that we look upon should tumble and fall, for the mountains should crumble to the sea. I won't cry. I won't cry, no, I, I won't shed a tear, just as long as you stand, stand by me. So darling, darling, stand by me. Stand by me, stand by me, whenever you're in trouble, won't you stand by me, stand Good morning. Our mission and purpose. The Art of Living Church provides a spiritual environment where everyone can develop spiritually for personal and worldwide improvement. We believe life itself is an art form. 
Our purpose is to evolve and reveal the art of living through the universal principle of love. The Art of Living Church family encourages you to invite your family and your friends to call in and participate with us. We welcome you. Also, is anyone present or has a family member who would like a practitioner session or prayer, let Coordinator Assistant Beth Franklin know after today's service. Please make contributions with your tithes and offerings to AOL where you get your spiritual edification. Made payable by check or direct deposit to AOL Church or mail to Art of Living Religious Science Ministries to P.O. Box 4474, Inglewood, California, 90309. Ephesians 2.10 states, For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. This is Yolanda Holiday with today's announcements, blessings, and namaste. Thank you so much, Yolanda. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you. And now I would like to ask all of you listeners to mute your phones so that um, we won't hear you in the background. Press star six to mute your phone, star six. And now we will have Reverend Cinderita Clay for the opening prayer and reading. Good morning. Good morning. I'm reading from 365 Days of Richer Living by Ernest Holmes and Raymond Charles Barker. I'm reading from January 22nd. I am alive, awake, and aware. My spiritual eyes are open. But now we see through a glass, darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. 1 Corinthians thirteen twelve. But now we see through that glass, darkly. How familiar this passage is to all of us. But what does it mean other than... Our vision is clouded by a material sense of things. Terms tells us that we are both drunk and asleep, that we are ignorant of God. Emerson tells us that once in a while we awake from our slumber and look about us to perceive the world of reality, but too soon sink back again into sleep. And from another ancient text quoted above, We're told that if we knew God as we ought to, we would be able to walk on the seas, that the mountains would come at our call. All progress is an awakening. Every new scientific fact is a discovery. This also is an awakening. It is really true that we're largely asleep, dreaming away the hours. Awake thou that sleepest and arise from the dead and Christ shall give you life. It is indeed high time that we awake from the sleep. No one can awaken us but the self. Let us then make every endeavor to arouse the mind to reality and to penetrate the gloom of fear and superstition, to cast aside doubt and uncertainty, to behold the light which is eternal. 
I awake. I awake. I awake. I am alive, awake and aware. My spiritual eyes are open as from a long night's sleep. I awake. So it is. And now let us come still and quiet, eyes closed, hands palms up for our prayer. Father, Mother, God, how good it is to know that there is only one ultimate reality, that God is all there is. In this stillness of my mind, I know that there is only true. God's light is my light. This light shines through all of us, each of us. He is our very own light. I feel the presence of spirit that is closer than my very breath to know that I am one with this love is phenomenal. I bless everyone under the sound of my voice this morning and a special blessing to those who are feeling some kind of way and would like to feel in a more loving, giving, and caring way, knowing that this is possible. You know that. Feel it. Believe it. And a special blessing to the speaker this morning. Reverend Dorothy Watts, as she brings us her special flavor of love, knowledge, and all that we need to carry us through the day, week, forever, depending on what's being said. And we all get stuff from nuggets, good golden nuggets, from whatever she says. Thank you, Reverend Dorothy, for being here. And I know that right here, right now, all is well in the lives of everyone under the sound of my voice. And those who are not, this prayer is going out into the universe to touch others. And I know that it will. I'm so thankful this morning that I awoke, that we're all awake, that we awoke. We're not asleep. We know that God is all there is. We know that this is the time. This is our time. This is the time. Anytime we wake up, it's our time. And we're so thankful for this. We're so thankful and grateful for this opportunity to say that we're thankful and grateful. And we're so full of love. We're so full of giving. And we're just here to do what we've been ordained to do, that God has said, go and teach my word so that others may hear and to continue with the teaching. I'm just thankful for all that there is. And in gratitude, I release this prayer knowing that it will not return to me void. I know that it will not return to me, boy, because I'm sending it out from my heart. And I let it be and know that all is well. And let us all say, and so it is. So it is. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Jesus.
Thank you so much, Reverend Clay. It was so beautiful, inspirational prayer that we'll carry all weekend and then some. Now, our theme for the month is creativity. Our scripture for today is commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. Psalm 37.5. Today's topic is now is the time. If it's to be, it's up to me. Our speaker for today is Senior Pastor Reverend Dorothy Watts. And before that, we will have a music selection by Tariq. Tariq? Sorry. I smile by Kurt Franklin. Okay. Maybe we have some um, interference right now. So uh, I, I hope, hope you're listening, Tariq, because I'm going to move on right now. And I will announce our speaker again, which is Senior Pastor Reverend Dorothy Watts, and she will begin her lecture. Let's give her a round of applause. Something woke us up this morning. Something woke me up this morning. I know it was, it had to be the hand of the Lord. While I was sleeping, there was something that was keeping me, and I know it was not me. It was that grace, and it was that wonderful power of the Lord that was keeping me. God gives us joy. God gives me joy, and that joy is filling my heart right now. It is the unshakable joy, the kind that the world can't take from you. It is the kind that is placed deep down within you. The world didn't give it to you. It can't take it from you. It's God's joy. And the scripture says in Galatians 5.22, but the fruit of the spirit is joy. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. It is a joy to be here today. Yes, it is. Thank you, Reverend Joan, for your beautiful introduction. I just think it's beautiful. Thank you so much. And I want to thank Reverend Cinderita Clay for her very warm and heartfelt prayer and the opening reading, it was just outstanding. Thank you, Reverend Cindy. Thank you so much. I also would like to thank Yolanda Holliday for her beautiful announcements that she read. And uh, hopefully we will find out what's going on with our, our musical sound uh, in a little bit. Thank you so much. So now, <clears throat> how are you feeling today? Great. You sound great. Uh, just one second. Tariq, are you there? I, I, I spoke with Paul. Are you ready? Yes. You ready with the song? Good morning, everybody. Today's a new 
Cleveland. You look so much better when you're oh, oh, oh. Detroit. You look so much better when you're oh, oh, oh. That music sure sounds good. So I hope everybody that's listening will give a smile. Just smile. And now I will call again our senior pastor, Reverend Dorothy Watts. We can give her another round of applause. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Reverend Jane. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep on rolling, right? Keep on moving. Let's get some energy going on today. So do you know what today is? Yes. Okay. Everybody, let's go. This is the day that the Lord has made. Go for it. All right. And we can find that in Psalms 118.24. That's beautiful. I love it because I didn't make this day. You didn't make it. The Lord made it for us to rejoice and be glad in it. Our theme for this month is creativity. My topic is now is the time, for if it is to be, it is up to me. And as you give that some thought, ask yourself the question, where do you stand in your house of mental thoughts? Think about it. Close your eyes and just relax. I want you to just take a deep breath. Inhale, hold it, feel your mind, just feel yourself with that light. And as you exhale, Just let go and let God release any and all anxiety. Stop worrying about what you're going to do when church is over. And let's get into this is the time, the now time. I want to read the prayer of faith because it conveys assurance. It's an affirmative prayer for you this morning. And it says, and hold this in your heart, say it to yourself. Infinite presence, I know that. God is my help in every need. God does my every hunger feed. God walks beside me, guides my way through every moment of the day. I now am wise, I now am true, patient, kind, and loving too. All things I am can do and be through God the truth that is in me. God is my health, I cannot be sick. God is my strength, unfailing and quick. God is my all, I know no fear, since God and love and truth are here. Hanamor Kohas, I love that prayer. God resides within us, know this day. God is right where you are. My second scripture is, Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Psalms 37 and 5. This morning I say namaste to you. The God in me salutes the God in you. Allow that divine energy to flow through you right now. Ernest Holmes says that life is a mirror and will reflect back to the thinker what he thinks into it. So today, 
while I am sharing ideas with you, I want you to see yourself looking into the mirror of your mind. Look into that mirror. Know that everything that is happening in your life is a thought that begins and that is being reflected in the mirror. Those thoughts are things and they create things within your life. Know that. Nothing is by coincidence. This is the month of June. And in the month of June, in our teaching, it is the month of creativity. On page 163 of the Science of Mind, Ernest Holmes says, the 365 Science of Mind, he says, we are the chemists in the laboratory of the infinite. What then shall we create? Think about it to yourself. Ask yourself, what are you creating? What are you creating in your field? What are you doing? My references for today are the Bible, Alex Black, Six Ways to Joyful Living, Dr. Wayne Dyer, the late, great Dr. Wayne Dyer, in the book, The Power of Intention. I'm going to touch on Reverend Linda Logan, put on your thinking cap, and Reverend Dr. O.C. Smith, Little Green Apples, God Really Did Make Them. This month, we honor fathers. And so I'm going to start off, and I would like to share a poem and dedicate it to all the men out there today, the Art of Living Men of our church, who are a credit to the church and to the community. And it says, fathers are wonderful people. Fathers are wonderful people, too little understood, and we do not sing their praises as often as we should, but somehow fathers seem to be the man who pays the bills, while mothers bind together up little hurts and nurse our ills. And fathers struggle daily to live up to his image as protector and provider and hero for the scrimmage. And perhaps that is the reason we sometimes get the notion that fathers are not subject to the things we call emotions. But if we look deep inside dad's heart where no one else can see, you'll find he's sentimental and as soft as he can be. But he's so busy every day in the grueling race of life, he leaves the sentimental stuff to his partner and his wife. But fathers are just wonderful in a million different ways and they merit loving compliments and accolades of praise. But the only reason dad aspires to fortune and success is to make his family proud of him and to bring them happiness. And like our heavenly father, he's a guardian and a guide, someone that we can count on to always be on our side. A special thanks to all the wonderful fathers that we are blessed to have with us this morning. And we bless those that have moved on to a higher expression of life. God bless. Also, we celebrate this month, Juneteenth, Juneteenth, and for those of you who may not know, Juneteenth marks the day when the federal troops arrived in Galveston, Texas in 1865 to take control of the state and ensure that the enslaved people were free. The troops arrived, arrival came a full two and a half years after the signing of the Emancipation Proclamation. Juneteenth honors the end of slavery in the United States and is considered the longest running African American holiday. On June 17, 2021, it officially became a federal holiday. Confederate General Robert E. Lee had surrendered at Potomac's courthouse two months earlier in Virginia, but slavery had remained relatively unaffected in Texas until U.S. General Gordon Granger stood on Texas soil and read the General Order Number no. 3 
the people of Texas are informed that in accordance with the proclamation from the executive of the United States, all slaves are free. It's known as Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation. I'm mentioning this because it's important to me, my family and others who have ancestors that fought and sacrificed for freedom, the freedoms that we have today. I have people, my people are from Texas, Louisiana and other areas. My niece shared this story with me that on her job, one of her coworkers didn't think that it was important enough to be made a holiday, but she spoke up and let them know that she had ancestors in Texas that were not informed of their freedom until Juneteenth when the troops arrived in Texas and her family celebrates and honors that day. So it is important to let your children and family know the significance of that day. I am happy to say that with that information, her coworker apologized and had a better understanding of the Juneteenth holiday. Isn't it wonderful? Isn't it wonderful that we can share that information? So those are the things I wanted to let you know that is coming up for you. Okay, and before I go any further, I want to also bring in our practitioner from the Science of Mind magazine, and I hope that you're reading it, Eugene Holder. This month, uh, the Science of Mind is embracing self-care. They want you to know that you are the priority. Once again, for if it is to be, it is up to me, it's up to you. So now Eugene Holder says embracing self-care, caring for the self. Caring for the self is a priority we want to take seriously. This self includes our physical, mental, and spiritual bodies. Not one is more important than the other. Take time to listen to what yourself is asking for. And the affirmation is, I take pride in caring for myself. The self is the I am that expresses as me. I commit to taking care of myself so that the self can take care of me. Eugene Holden is a religious science practitioner, a student of the science of mind, and has been a practitioner for more than um, 18 years now. He's been in the science of mind for about 30 years. I love reading his articles. So I encourage you to have something spiritual that you want to read and can have to pick you up on your daily morning when you get up in the morning. So now my topic is now is the time and for if it is to be, it is up to me. I want to begin with Alex Black who talks about life with a purpose. And Alex Black says, there is nothing more exciting and fulfilling than to know what you are living for. Most of us suffer from the agony of not knowing what our purpose is in this world. It is disheartening and depressing, waking up every day, going to work. Just the simple act of living seems like a chore. That feeling when you see your friends happy, you feel happy for them. But then again, you can't miss that little pang of jealousy, knowing that you're living your life, knowing that they are living their life meaningfully while you're still wondering, looking for the reason for your existence. Putting pressure on yourself won't help you in living a purpose-driven life. Take one step at a time. For now, enjoy and appreciate what you have and learn from your experiences. One day you will wake up knowing why you're here and what you are living for. I say this is the day the Lord has given you and the time is now. For, it, for if it is to be, it is up to me. So this day, know who you are and whose you are. Say to yourself, I am a child of the light. I am blessed, supplied, sustained by the light of God that never fails. 
to where we want to be. Following our teaching in the science of mind, this month we remember our teacher who taught us with the understanding that we should live life with a purpose. I'm speaking of none other than the late and great Reverend Dr. O.C. Smith. This month we honor him. The birthday of the late and great Dr. O.C. Smith is June 21st. I bless him and I give thanks for the lessons he taught, the love he shared, the gifts he gave. There are many. So today we honor and bless you. But I also want to take a moment to suggest that those of you who have Dr. O.C. Smith's book, review it. And if you don't have it yet, buy it. One of the last affirmations he wrote is printed in the back of the book. He also left his legacy of things that he wanted us to follow as, as a daily guide of what we needed to do in life, to live a dynamic life and move forward. Always reminding us that it is an inside job. So if it's to be, it's in the book, Little Green Apples, that's what I'm speaking of. God really did make them, written by Reverend Dr. O.C. Smith and James Shaw. On page 202, he writes his last affirmation for the book, and it reads as follows. Today, I am thankful for the light of truth that shines within me. Every day of my life is filled with God's love and abundance. I am grateful for all that I have received, and I look forward with great anticipation to even greater blessings. My life is rich beyond compare. In me and through me, God has created heaven here on earth. Each moment of my life is a gift from God. I affirm the presence of God everywhere. I keep my mind open to the divine guidance and am happy to know that everything good is mine at this moment. And so it is. That's a powerful affirmation. Everything good is mine right now. Now, in that book, in the back, he has an epilogue. An epilogue says, this is your call to action. These are, these are the steps. This is what he left for us to do. He left a stair step of things for us to follow, to be aware of. So what are you saying, Reverend Dorothy? I'm saying that the epilogue is to help you realize your divinity identity, who you truly are, a child of the light, blessed, supplied, and sustained by the light of God that never fails. That light is within you right now. It shines all through you. It is to, number two, to help you achieve your life's purpose according to God's plan. Whose plan? God's plan. That's what he's talking about. So what is he actually telling us? What he is actually telling us is that it is an inside job. But what he's saying to us in these times, because now is the time to get up and do it. Now is the time. And if it is to be, it is up to me. We've got to do it. So I read the book, I read the epilogue, and I'm gonna share with you some things that he left for us to do and see if you can remember any of them. <clears throat> okay. First of all, he said, read each day by first greeting God, the God within you. When you greet the God within you, 
Thank God for granting you a brand new day in which you live. Ask God, as the Australian origin, Aborigines are said to do daily, to show you your will for me in wonder and in the splendor of the day. Number two, he said, approach life like the successful and wealthy gold prospector. Prospect means to go forth and find that which you envision. Pro means to support or represent, and spec means to view or cite. So prospecting means going and doing. That which you support is your vision. Number three, rid yourself of any false belief that life is meant to be difficult and that you must endure some suffering in order to really appreciate any blessing you expect to receive. Instead, go forth and claim your good. Take the scripture literally when they quote God by saying, command thou me. Tell God exactly what you want and go out and get it. If you want health, tell God that's what you want. Go out and open yourself up to receive it. Your good awaits you, but it will come to you only when you realize and believe that inside you is an infinitely loving God who is so very thoughtful that it has arranged for you to order the good into your life. It's all there. Number four, banish guilty thoughts or feelings of suspicion about your accumulating good by being ceaselessly thankful for it. Don't feel bad about having good things. You're supposed to enjoy the finer things of life. Be thankful for them. Number five, life cannot be limited, so don't try. If you do, life will only limit you back. So live life to the fullest in full faith and be fulfilled. Number six, count your blessings and watch them multiply. Use this blessing exercise. Bless the less, no matter what it is. If it's small, bless it anyway. And sing your gratitude. Bless it. Be grateful for it. And life praises. And life praises for the more. Give life praises for the more that come to you because it's coming. As you bless the less, the more shall come. Number seven, number seven, and we really need to hear this one. Thank you, Dr. Oates. Develop a giving consciousness and thus overcome lack and limitation. Everybody needs to know that. As you have a giving consciousness, you overcome lack and limitation. The more you give, the more you receive. And that is the law of the universe. Giving and receiving are the same thing on opposite sides of the same yardstick. Your wealth flows to and through you activated by God in you. You cannot beat God giving, nor can you outgive the wealth that God imparts to you and through you. So give and live abundantly. Number eight, and I love this, stay prayed up. Make, make prayer a daily constant practice. Know that prayer changes your mind, not God's mind. You are so special that when changes are added, it's like salt to the universe's recipe for your life. It is your will to change that will cause the wills of your life to roll for you. I can just see him now saying all of these wonderful things. I thank you. Thank you for the epilogue. And so now I will share what I have by Wayne Dyer, because in order to get this going, you have to look at your power of intention. And, and the late, great Wayne Dyer talked about 
the power of intention. And he said, learning to co-create your world is the power of intention. He explains that rather than trying to control the world around us, he believes that we can allow our natural ability and positive trait to emerge by tapping into what he calls the power of intention. It is a capacity to, to, um, for joy, creativity, and kindness that is built into you. Wayne Dyer says intention is not something you do, but rather a force that exists in the universe as an invisible field of energy, a power that can carry us. So ask the question, what are your intentions? What is your vision? As you ask these questions, where is this field? Where is it not? In the book, The, uh, the Power of Intention, Dyer shares, he talks about the story. He talks about a caterpillar, a tiny acorn, an apple, a blossom, all have intentions built into them. That caterpillar becomes a butterfly. The acorn becomes a giant oak tree. The apple blossom becomes an apple. Intention doesn't err. The acorn never turns into a pumpkin. Every aspect of nature has an intention built in. And so do you. In my body and yours, intentions grow. Don't your fingernails grow? Your heart beats. You digest your food. It does it for everybody. Everything in the universe has an intention built into them. Dyer says that he was inspired to write this book, The Power of Intention, the day he realized that accessing the power of intention relieved him so much of seemingly impossible work, seemingly impossible work of striving to fulfill desires by the sheer will of force. You have to force anything. The intention is already there. Since that defining moment, Dyer always has been an optimist and has welcomed only positive intentions into his life. He's not with us anymore. He's moved on to a higher expression of life, but it used to have on his phone, when you called his cell phone, he had a message. And the message was, this is Wayne Dyer. I want you to feel good. If your message is intended to do anything other than that, then you've got the wrong number. I like that. I like that. And he says, begin your day affirming God's goodness, joy in all that you do. Be open and receptive. You will allow divine inspiration to center you in a wonderful, joyful way. Now, I know I said I was going to say something from Reverend Linda Logan. And I have something from her, um, from her book. And it's going to be, um, she, she left this and she wanted people to know that from her book, Put on the Thinking Cap, the reason for her putting this book together, it was an invitation to share the fruits of many years of her studying the human experience that she'd learned. She says, within you and me, there is a whole psychological apparatus your brain's adaption interaction with your central nervous system that constantly listens to and communicates with your desires throughout your entire body according to your thoughts, your words and emotions, co-creating your personal realities, precisely mirroring your mental input. When you become aware of this inner power, you can willingly accept responsibility for the outcome, the positive or the negative of your life because you will know that you have the ability to change your mind and make different choices and decisions to have new and more life-affirming experiences. And she was 
very excited about expressing these freedoms within her book, how you can learn to control your mind and control your choices and create the life that you want. And ultimately she says, this is an inside job. That's what I wanted to do with. And so just remember, just as Dr. O.C. said, we all agree that it's an inside job and now is the time. It's the time for us to do it. For if it's to be, it's up to me and it's up to you to get started and let's do it. Okay, I think you're ready for a joke, right? I'm trying, I see, I'm not trying, I'm doing this. I have this joke for you. And it says, a man went to a yard sale and saw a robot for sale. He asked the guy in charge for the yard sale how much he wanted for the robot. The man said $1,000. He asked, why? Why is your robot so uh, expensive? The guy said, this robot's very special. It is a lie detector. So with that in mind, the man purchased the robot and took it home. When he arrived at home, it was dinner time. So he set the robot on the robot on the dinner table while they had dinner. The man asked his son, John, what time did you get home Friday night? John said, 10.30, Dad. <clears throat> and the robot slapped him. The man asked him, <clears throat> the man asked him, Saturday night, did you complete your homework as you promised? The son said, oh, yes, Dad. I completed it before I went out. The robot slapped him again. Remember, you're dishonest. That's it. So when the mother chirped in and said, Tom, you did the same thing when you were a boy and proceeded to say, after all, this is your boy, the robot slapped her too. Now, the moral of this story is to always tell the truth. Okay. All right. Okay, so now, in closing, I will say, we have one life to live and it would be a travesty to waste it rehashing all the negativity of the past, worrying about things we cannot change and fearing for the future. Instead, we should appreciate the gift of life and honor it by living it simply, joyfully, and purposely one day at a time. Begin your day in prayer, open yourself up to a joyful day, and know now is the time, for if it is to be, it is up to me. And so is the lesson, so it is. Wow, let's give Reverend Dorothy a round of applause. <laughs> Thank you, Reverend Dorothy. That was, that was, that was beautiful. Now, I like how you said something about Eugene Holder, and you said something about O.C. Smith, and you said something about Wayne Dyer. All of these people had some very, very good nuggets to leave us with, and you put them all together. And also, I forgot, um, uh, um, put on your thinking cap by Linda Logan. You said something about that. And uh, I've read, I've read um, most of these books. Some of them, I don't remember everything. I definitely read O.C. Smith's book, and I remember some things. But when, when you put it together, Reverend Watts, you made me want to look at it again. Some of these things I can look at again. And when you talked about um, looking in the mirror, 
and seeing yourself and, and you mentioned Juneteenth Day, you mentioned so many things that are happening in June. June is a powerful, powerful month. Mm -hmm. and, and I know like all these other months so far, they're gonna speed by us like, like, like water, just speeding by. So thank you so much for what you said and what you gave us and the nuggets you gave us. And, uh, and now we will uh, ask you to, oh, and now we will have another selection before the offering. Sorry.
Now, I would like to ask you, Reverend Dorothy, would you bless the offering? Yes, I will. I want to thank each and every one of the givers out there, and you know who you are. Uh, you send your tithes in, you send your offering in. We are so grateful to you. And I bless them when they come in, and I keep that light around you. And I thank you for keeping us the doors open here. And so we say, God Almighty, infinite divine presence, we give thanks for the divine blessings that are given to the Art of Living Church. I know that the spirit of the Lord is moving through us. We know that God is blessing the consciousness and the lives of those who support the growth and development of AOL ministry. We see them blessed. We see the blessings of the Lord being bestowed upon them tenfold, a greater pressed down, shaken together and running over. We thank you, almighty God, for lifting them up today, blessing them, their families, and opening up highways and byways for them to move forward and manifest their good. God bless. So we say, Lord, we do give thee thanks for thy goodness that is thine to share. Lord, we thank you for thy divine blessings that you give us. As you so richly bless us, our lives, we rejoice and stand in your grace and in gratitude. Let us all say, Amen. Amen. And so it is. So it is. And I'd like to thank everyone for their donations to AOL. They are greatly, greatly appreciated. And now I will call on Dr. Tiger Morris for the AOL virtual prayer. The AOL virtual prayer. The art of living is a learning environment which we develop to unfold through the teaching of the universal principle of love. We believe the ultimate goal of life is to be a complete emancipation from all discord of every nature and that this goal is sure to be attained by all. AOL is grateful to be connected with people in Los Angeles, South Carolina, New York, and other surrounding cities and states. And we are happy that you are attending Art of Living. I pray believing and knowing that every listener received a transformative revelation through today's inspired lesson by our speaker, Senior Pastor, Reverend Dorothy Watts. If it is to be... It is up to me. I believe that right action is now happening for the AOL church, the AOL family, members, and guest listeners in every area of life. Your understanding, your health, your finances, your love, family, and all of your endeavors in your walk of life. The AOL family members are forever protected in this thing called life. Members present or not present until we meet again. With great gratitude and a humble heart, I allow this to be so, and it is done. And together we all say, Amen. So it is. Thank you so much, Dr. So Thank you. And now we will have Reverend Cindy for Cindy's Corner. Thank you. Uh, since this is um, men's month, I'm going to say a little bit about Dean James, LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James, born LeBron Ramon James, December 30th, 1984 in Akron, Ohio. American professional basketball player who is widely considered one of the greatest all-around players of all time, 
and who won National Basketball Association NBA Championship with the Miami Heat 2012-13, Cleveland Cavaliers 2016, and Los Angeles Lakers in 2020. In 2023, he became the NBA's all-time leading scorer, breaking the record previously by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. A locally known basketball prodigy since elementary school, James was named Ohio's Mr. Basketball High School Player of the Year three times while leading Akron St. Vincent St. Mary High School to three Ohio State championships in his four years on the team. He became a national media sensation in his junior year after appearing on the cover of Sports Illustrated, where he was billed by the magazine as the chosen one. James was the consensus National High School Player of the Year in his senior season, and he was selected by Cleveland Cavaliers with the first overall selection of the 2003 NBA draft. Additionally, he signed an unprecedented $90 million endorsement contract with the Nike Shoe Company before he ever played a professional game. Despite the pressures brought on by these singular circumstances, James led the Cavaliers in scoring steals minutes played over the course of the 2003-04 season, winning the league's Rookie of the Year award in the process. A six-foot-eight-inch, 2.03-meter point forward who was adept at bringing the ball down the court as at playing this basket, James presented a unique challenge for the opposing teams. His unmatched athleticism and well-muscled body would not have been out of place in the National Football, National Football League. Despite the pressures brought on by singular circumstances, James at the Cavaliers in scoring steals minutes played over the course of 2003-04 season. I think I read that already. His game progressed over the following years. He was voted one of the starting forwards on the Eastern Conference. To LA. At the end of the 2009-10 season, James became arguably the most sought-after free agent in the NBA history when his contract with the Cavaliers expired. And he began a prolonged courtship process with a number of teams that had in some cases, been planning for his free agency for over two years. James announced that he was signing with the Miami Heat. He helped Miami reach the NBA Finals in his first year with the team, but the Heat lost the championship to Dallas Mavericks. He had arguably his greatest individual season in 2012-13 as he averaged 26 assists and a career high of 8.0 rebounds. After that finals, James opted out of his contract with the Heat, leaving an agent Miami roster. LA Warriors. James had another strong regular season in 2015-16, but once again truly shined in the playoffs. He led the Cavaliers to rematch games. In 2016-17, he had his best regular season by setting career highs with 
averages of NBA, 8.6 assists. I'm trying to find the LA. In 2017-18, he played a full 82-game regular season for the first time in his career and led the NBA in minutes. In the following offseason, James, a free agent, joined the Los Angeles Lakers. He continued to play at a high level, averaging 27.4 points and 8.5 rebounds, 8.3 assists per game. But he missed significant playing time due to an injury. The Lakers struggled in his absence and ultimately finished the 2018-19 season with a 37-45 record. The following season was disrupted by the pandemic. Over 19, which caused a four-month suspension. Play resumed in July. James' dominating performance. He averaged 29.8 points, 11.8 assists, earned him fourth finals MVP award. And I just wanted to um, to bring to to help us, you know, go on in in in. Uh, Think positively about our Lakers because we've got um, LeBron. He's still on the team. He might be retiring at the end of the year. But uh, such a beautiful man, a beautiful spirit, beautiful husband with a family. And his son, his only child, and I know that was his only child, Bronny James, now at USC playing basketball. Yippee, woo That's it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, thank you so much. I, uh, oh, okay. I didn't know if you were. were, were um, okay. Thank you so much for talking about uh, LeBron James because there was so much about him that I did not know. And I, I really admire him. I've been admiring him for years. And I, I do know this. I know I was, I don't know where I was. I was in Boston or somewhere. And at that time, I remember talking to people who said, I can't stand him. I can't stand him. And I think some of those same people love him now. <laughs> you know, but that's how it goes. People have their minds and opinions about it according to what they think is right or what they think is wrong or what they think is good or what think when they think is bad. But it's all good. All of it is good. Yeah, so thank, thank you so much, Cindy. Thank, thank right. you. And now I will call uh, Amanda Shipman from the Sunshine Committee. Good morning, AOL family. We start out with our, we start out with our June birthday celebration with none other than practitioner Robert Leslie. Birthday. Right. Hey. <laughs> of course, we have Dorothy Ferguson. Birthday June thirtieth, and this is the June birthdays from the Sunshine Committee. Thank you so oh, much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, um, I don't know if he's on the list, but uh, that Sean Rogers, his birthday is June seventh. Wow. He's also a member, <laughs> and I, I know he's on listening today. So I wanted to make sure I not acknowledge him. Uh huh. Okay. Thank you. I didn't have yeah. that. Okay. 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 Thank you. Okay, thank you so much. Everything is everything is good. Um, now we will have our closing song. Hold on, change is coming by Sounds of Blackness. All right.
Before I close out, I just want to once again thank all the participants for today. I want to thank you, Joan, for being a wonderful facilitator, Reverend Cindy for her beautiful prayer, Yolanda Holiday for her wonderful announcements, and Tariq for his beautiful job as being our, uh, our technical person. Hi, Tariq. And also, I about earlier, the, uh, the UW graduates humbly thank you for allowing me to look away for a second. Okay, no problem, no problem, okay. And I think, uh, <laughs> I think uh, Reverend Dr. Tyson Morris for the virtual prayer. I think uh, Reverend Cindy once again for Cindy's Corner and she knows I love LeBron James, thank you so much. I want to thank Mrs. Amanda Shipman for the Sunshine Committee's birthdays. And I hope I got everybody and also all of you for coming today to receive your spiritual edification here at the Art of Living. God bless you all. So let me do the closing prayer. The light of God surrounds us. The light, the light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The love of God The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. The presence of God, the presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is. Wherever we are, God is. And so it is. And Everybody have a beautiful day, a wonderful week, and I'm going to turn it over to everybody. You do. And next Sunday's speaker will be practitioner Robert Leslie. So make sure you tune in. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Blessing. Blessing. Anyone would like to receive a practitioner session or has a family member or friend who needs prayer, provide that information to Bess Franklin, our coordinating assistant. She is available at this time. Bess? Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you uh, so, uh, if AOL members or or their family um, would like to have a, a prayer or prayer treatment, it can be done. Okay, um, in private by phone. So just give me a call at three ten two nine three four four five seven, and it shall be done. Thank you. And now I would like to also want to remain after for March. Now is your time. You can remain on. Um, this is the end of the service today. So I will I will start by just saying thank you, Reverend Mars. I uh, enjoyed your lesson, as I said before, and I can see all the um, work that you went through to have uh, have um, uh, notations from all these famous people that we know, the Eugene Holder, O.T. Smith, and Wayne Dyer. And I like that you brought up again the mirror. You know, when we look in the mirror, we, we was there. We see exactly what's there. So we know about that. And um, by you bringing up the uh, intention, um, those are things that um, brought me back to certain things that um, I need to remember. And I need to remember that energy energy and, and it's it's all about that and with everything so thank you very much and um so if there's anyone else who would like to say something you can say it right now mm -hmm. thank you you're welcome hi okay hi cindy hi oh thank you reverend Dorothy. Uh, Good. I like your subject. And um and it is, you know, we, we tend to somebody else gonna do something. Somebody, somebody, somebody rather that's not whatever's gonna be done for you, you gotta do it for yourself and you better do it while you able to feel think. And I, I um I appreciate uh OC's book. I need to pull that book out. Oh, reread it. <laughs> and so just go back over stuff because we, we, we forget. I mean, there's so much going on. We have so much on our minds until I, I appreciate these lessons to remind us of stuff we forgot. A lot of the stuff we've already read, but we can't remember everything. Remember. So thank you for reminding us to do what we do and to help us. Lord, our children, I know. Yeah, we need to be about our business. So I thank you for that. Done. Thank you. Thank you, Sydney. Thank you. Beautiful. Is there anyone else who'd like to say something? Yeah. Uh, yes, this is Vess Franklin. Um, okay. Go ahead, Vess. Go ahead. Oh, all right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Yes. Um, I just wanted to say that um, I, I loved it when you said that we have one life to live. I, I know we all know that, <laughs> but uh, sometimes, you know, maybe we might we might forget. So um, in the meantime, we need to appreciate it. 
We need to appreciate the life that we are living. Thank you. Thank you, Ness. Thank you. Hi, this is uh, this is Reverend Tiza, and um, hello, Reverend Dorothy. I like the title of your message, If It's To Be, It's Up To Me, and that says a whole lot right there. If it's to be, it's up to me. I like the fact that you mentioned Wayne Dyer, and I would like to get um, Reverend Linda Logan's book. Everything you touched on was wonderful and inspiring, and every like um, the ones who spoke before me, it is a reminder of the things that we have to remember. And yes, we are all so busy. But thank you for the reminder of the beautiful message. Much appreciated. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Yeah, oh, and if he Ken went to his granddaughter's graduation, that's why he's not on. He's probably driving back from Daytona Beach, mm-hmm. Florida now in traffic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm so glad he could go. I'm so glad he was able to go. Yes, yes, absolutely. That's an honor. That's an honor. Why I wait, let me add something. You know, slavery was abolished in eighteen sixty three, but by the time them white boys got down there to Galveston, it was two years later. <laughs> absolutely. That's, that's, that's what I was telling. That's right. And I like the fact that you brought that up, Dorothy. Good morning. Good morning. It is such morning. a it's such a blessing. It's always such a blessing to hear and and share this level of spirit with my family and it just uh truly give me that higher awareness and motivation about your topic this morning. It really along with the fact of speaking about o, we used to call him I used to call him personally in the doc, you know, O. C. Smith. You know. <laughs> so the thing is it's like uh, your title was just so uh on time with the personal affirmation that he used to share and bring to my attention because when I would work around the church or we have lunch or whatever. And as I think I might share it before, when I started talking about, oh man, you know, you know, man, this is it. He would never let me dwell on my stuff. <laughs> he always tell you, he, he would tell me, brother B, you know, my brother, you know, you got so much good energy and you know, you can, get so many things done and whatever he re he bring me out of that out of that negative into a more positive concept and when i used to say well i can't man i can't i don't have the time he said man when you don't do that you you're stopping you good and when you're stopping you good you're stopping the flow of somebody else man so trust me i i i'm so blessed that i had a lot of personal time with that unique man that had made the ultimate sacrifice to be spiritual in his conscience as well. And so, like I said, again, if, if it's, if it's to be, it's up to me. And so Mm -hmm. I truly understand that concept, my sister, because I was really 
bought into the awareness that, hey, you know what, you don't have the time to be bothered on stuff when you have time, in other words, to recreate better stuff. So, yeah. the le- you know, the lesson was so profound in that manner that you bought in some other things that OC, I can tell many personal other affirmation that he used to tell me. But, uh, you know, it is so unique when you say you stay prayed up, then you can stay in alignment. And that's so true. And my sister, thank you for the lesson. Thank you for the heartfelt moment that we continuously share. And knowing that all things are working for us good. I say blessing and namaste. Much love to the family. Thank you, my brother, for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Blessings to you. Yes. Linda and the family. Yes, thank you. Yes. So yes. anyone else would like to say something before I close it out? Okay. Um, oh, good morning. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Lenny. I just wanted to say good morning. I just wanted to say how much I enjoyed today's lesson. Um, and it's absolute you're absolutely right, it's an inside job. Only we know the things that we need to do, the things we've been putting off, the things we procrastinated with, and there's been our, our to do list for years and we just haven't done it for whatever reason. So um, we have to get motivated and take take things and get them done off that list and um, thank you, Auntie, for that inspirational message. Of, it's an inside job. It really is. Um, thank you also for sharing about Juneteenth um, and um, the importance of it. And thanks for sharing my story that I told you about the coworker who just, you know, I was asking if Juneteenth was a holiday this year because we didn't get it last year because it wasn't the county and the State hadn't got it together on the same day and everything, but he said, oh, yeah, it's a holiday. He says, um, I don't know why they made it a holiday. It shouldn't even be a holiday. And I said, oh, I said, well, you know, you're welcome to come to work if you want to. I said, but um, Juneteenth is a very important holiday. I said, I have ancestors from Texas, and I was directly um, affected by this. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, finding out two years later, that slavery had had ended, I said, I think very much this should be a holiday. And he immediately Mm. apologized. He immediately apologized and said he didn't understand and everything. And I said, just because I'm here in California does not mean that I am not affected by this. I said, I am blessed to be here because my ancestors survived that, you know? Mm. And so, um, but he did apologize. He apologized and said, I am so sorry. I did not understand. I said, yeah, I said, there's a lot of different cultural diversity and things that everyone doesn't understand. I said, but we have to have empathy and, and have an open heart to understand where someone else is coming from. But he did apologize. Um, but, um, but yeah, um, we are so blessed. Um, you know, every day, like Auntie said, um, we have to thank God for every day. We have to pray every morning to thank him for this day and for being here. Yes. And, um, yes. And um and thank you so much, Auntie. I mean, I just I love today's message. It was it was great, um, as always. Um, and have a great day. God bless you. Bless, 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 bless. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you for those words. I I'm, I'm gonna say thank you for those because I miss your voice. You and Crystal, y'all <laughs> show up. 
listening all the time. I'm listening all the time. I just don't say something. I don't. I don't oh, comment no, sometimes. I, we love <laughs> young people talk. Come on now. Oh, and and the other thing, um, Reverend Cindy. The other thing, um, what um, Reverend Joan was talking about. How? Give me one second. Sorry, I had to clear my voice. The other thing, Reverend Joan was talking about um, LeBron James and how some people really didn't like him back in the day and stuff. And um, I just want to say, uh, that was me. Okay, Auntie, that was me. <laughs> I um, wasn't a big mm-hmm. fan. I was so pro-Lakers that I didn't see all the beautiful things that he was doing. And even before he came to the Lakers, I started hearing more and more about the wonderful things that LeBron was doing. I was like, wow, he's a, he's a pretty great guy, you know? And then when he came to the Lakers, that was great too. But um, I am I am reformed, and I have been loving LeBron and the great things he's done for the community for quite some time, even before he came to the Lakers. I want to say that. So, aunties, I know you're talking about me when we watched that championship game before, and um, and I was not pro LeBron. Anyway, thank uh-huh. you so much. <laughs> you are redeemed. <laughs> yes, I'm redeemed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, even though, I, I had no idea that's how you felt. I was talking to people, but <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Thank you, Betty. <laughs> Here I go. I guess it's like if the shoe fits, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how it is. That's how it is. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bless so you, my family. Bless I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to go. I have to look forward to speaking to everyone next week. and knowing that all things are working for us good. Love you, love you, love you. I have to make a run. Okay. 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 Thank you. Have a blessed day. Thank you, okay, baby. Thank you. Okay, we'll talk soon. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, I'm going to have to leave also. So if anybody wants to stay and talk for a while, well, let's see. I don't even know what time. We have five minutes. <laughs> what? Oh no. Vess, you on there? You wanna moderate this? No. <laughs> I'm I'm I need to lay I need to leave. Sorry. <laughs> you have to let you go five five minutes again. That's it. Okay. Okay. I'm out. Bye-bye. 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 Bye, Miss Lenny. Everybody's leaving? Okay. All right. I'll shut it down.